You're about to listen to the Carter Kings podcast, a podcast that is ran by students for students. A little disclaimer before we begin. For parents and teachers and uncles and aunties and friends that may be wanting to share this podcast with other high school students and alike, that this is ran by students that are in school and a lot of students do mimic and copy a lot of the values and words that their peer group has. So there may be words in here and expressions that may offend you on a generational level, in an expression level, there may be references that are said that may be slightly offensive, but we believe that it's PG, and we recommend parental guidance if you're concerned with those matters. But we do believe that the content is very insightful, very relevant, very helpful to students out there that may be going through similar things and similar thoughts in their school, with their friends, and with their parents. Without further ado, enjoy this week's episode of Code of Kings. Welcome to the Coda Kings Podcast. We are dedicated to forging young men into wise men through brotherhood, wisdom, and responsibility. A few times a term, we sit down with a few of our kings to break down the components of daily life in an effort to rebuild them into something better. Thank you for joining us. Let's meet this episode's kings. Hi, my name is Cameron. I'm in year nine. I like video games, um, guitar, and... Hiding from my cat because it's scary. Very, very scary. I'm Isaac. I'm in year nine. I like video games, sport, and women with moustaches. <laughs> my name's Zach. I'm 15. I'm in year nine. I used to be a bully. Um, I play guitar. I love Metallica and CR80s, which is a motorbike. Oh, they call me Sam. I'm in year 9, 14. Um, I like Mexican kisses. <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> I know I like them. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's way different. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, I like motorbikes, guitar, and basically to laugh. My name's Matt. I'm the director of The Green Room in Newcastle. I love mentoring people, playing guitar, singing, and eating dim sims for breakfast. And this is the Code of Kings podcast. So boys, why did you guys want to do this? What What's your passion? What do you see in our generation? There's, we can do stuff, but we're choosing not to, I guess. But we're applying ourselves into the wrong things, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. We're choosing less valuable opportunities over the things that mean something and that can actually get you places and we're becoming more materialistic with iPhones and shoes and <laughs> instead of holding on to like things like family and like family values and things like that we have too much dumb things like swag <laughs> and yolo it's why <laughs> Why were they a thing? Oh, yeah. oh, our generation is like the technology age, so like we're advancing in science and medicine, saving lives. Mm. And Facebook. Also, people are immersing themselves in like social media, so they're not waste. They're wasting their time basically on. They're not things going outside. Correct. <laughs> but um, yeah, and like not doing anything. But it's also like a way of connecting. 
Yeah. It's making us it's like a smaller world nowadays because it's so easy. You can hop on a plane in 10 hours being on the other side of the world. Our generation of kids have no respect for police or any authority, including their parents. All they care about is themselves. Did you know the word philosophy in Greek means love for wisdom? Phila means love or devotion. And Sophie or Sophia means wisdom. Philosophersmail.com says being wise means attempting to live and die well, leading as good a life as possible within the troubled conditions of existence. What are the things that stress us out as students, or as young people? School work. Exams. Yeah. Exams are it. It's like all that preparation for one thing. Yeah. All those hours studying for a piece of paper. Let's ask. Let, let's ask the question. Let's go deeper, right? Why? Why is it stressful? Because it's given to us like it's the, the stepping stone to getting a good job. Like it's the most important thing ever. Hmm. Is it the most important thing? No. Not, not necessarily. Yes. Is the most I important thing? I would agree that it is. So Isaac and Cameron say, no, it's the most, not, not a most important thing. Zach and Sam said it is. Let's just kind of like discuss that. It's not a competition, but let's just discuss why you think it isn't and why I think it is. Well, if you ask your parents or really any adult if they remember their year nine maths exam result and how it's affected their life onwards. But it goes on your resume and it looks and people look at that to see. It's mainly about your HSC and your like your ATAR and stuff but the HSCs and ATAR are probably the more important things. I don't think yeah. it's about getting good marks. I think it's about if you're trying to your top potential and if you're not well you're failing, but if you're doing it to your potential, then it can go good. You don't need, like, outstandings in every test, as long as you're trying. Well, I don't think it's not important. It really is. But it's sort of below, like, relationships with other people and your health. That's what I think. Like, if you're not healthy and you're not maintaining your social relationships, like, with your family, friends, it isn't that good. It's just boring, sort of. There's some really good points there. I think we got to look a little deeper and not just look at the what, like, oh, it's about getting good marks and getting the best ATAR or HSC mark. I think what outlasts your marks is the type of habits you developed in school. So if you didn't have a purpose for your academics, then there's no real reason to push the pain barrier to get better. But if you have a code, or if you have a standard or a vision of what type of person you want to become, then you won't see a test as mark-driven or results-driven, but more habits and character-driven, because that will carry into your adulthood, into university, and into any study that you do and anything in life. <laughs> I just had a funny thought. What if there was a word that could disarm any bully? Hey, you're stupid and dumb! <laughs> hey, how's the weather down there, Harbortron? <laughs> hey, you have a silly face. <laughs> <laughs>
How would bullying affect somebody? Makes them feel bad about themselves and think they're not good enough to be in the world. I'll be real honest, like, why did you bully? Because they were weak. Wow. Short. Wow. Fat. Did I say fat? Yeah. I said fat. I'm pretty sure he said fat. <laughs> Braces. Wait, when exactly did you bully? When did I stop bullying or? No, like when did you like start to stop? Since I started going on the map. Has anyone here actually been bullied before? That's yeah. Well, I had when I was like younger. Oh, it's because I was like younger. Maybe we should talk about teen because you're more developed. Yeah, definitely. I haven't been bullied as a teen. Yeah. I give it back. It <laughs> affects you into a teenhood, but. Yeah. It does. I was like, when I was like young, like the older kids used to bully me. Yeah, but that's life, really. Yeah. No, but I was right. targeted. I guess. What were you bullied for? Just for being smallest, kind of. I used to be like the smallest kid. That's why, that's why I was a target, I guess. <laughs> I currently am the smallest. <laughs> I always get picked on and bullied just for being short. And that's going to be weird. It's like at some schools, some things are bullied. But like at my school, um, being overweight isn't. People who are overweight don't get bullied. But like um, people that are short like me, they're constantly targeted. And it only seems to be boys that are short. Any girl that's short, it doesn't matter. And, and like um, people that. You would call weed. They don't get bullied. They seem to be like the top of the the chain kind of thing. That is a very strange system. It really is. <laughs> so the top of the chain guys, they don't get bullied. No. Mm. No. And they don't. And they don't seem to dish it out either. I guess it's more the lower, like just yeah. below, I suppose, because they're usually untouched and like. It's different in my school. The people that are always at the that the most popular and all that, they bully and they never get bullied back because no one can stand up to them. But I don't know how they define popular if no one likes them. Like, yeah. Like they're among themselves, they're popular. No, there's like 40 of them that are all just bullies. <laughs> really? Well, that's cool. Really? Um, I was bullied in primary school. I wasn't fat or short. I was just sort of unathletic. I was just sort of there. Just average. It was... It wasn't fun. <laughs> Bullying is a major problem across our Western culture. In 2013, the Department of Children's Schools and Families reported that almost 46% of school-aged children and teens confessed to being bullied at school. 40% had negative experiences with cyberbullying. There's not real bullying. Order. It, it's not exactly bullying. It's just people who are complete dickheads. Yeah, that's how I would define yeah. mine as well. It's just a couple of people. Yeah. They're not. They, they they don't target people. They just target. Yeah. Like groups and ideas. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. They're just sort of rude to everyone. Yeah. Everyone that actually likes them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What's the standard? There's some standard or rule or measure that you're measured up to then. Who sets that standard? 
But what aren't you measuring up to? Confidence. Talk about that. Courage. I think it's all confidence. That's how people define themselves as popular. If they're confident enough to stand there and say, I am who I am, everyone like me, I guess. Yeah. It's just whoever's the most... Who's the most comfortable with themselves and feels they need to be like put that out to other people, I guess. Yeah, that's what I gotta say. I find it in my school it's like everyone's measured it isn't like measured towards one person or thing, it's like different, like the most you measure towards in like athletic things, you measure towards the most athletic person and in like um when it comes to like academic things, you're measured towards the most academic person, and we're all measured to the, the best in the different categories. And now, if you're being bullied, how do you deal with it? I sort of bottled it up when I was bullied. Like I just didn't, yeah. I did nothing. It's kind of sad. You just don't know what to do. Yeah. I still bottle up. Yeah. It's like no release, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> How's that affected you? Like, do you know how you say confidence is what defines you as a popular person? What? Like, how has bullying affected your confidence? It diminishes it, I guess. Depends who you are. Yeah, and how strong you are. Yeah. How well you can take it. That's why they bully the weak people. What's something that we can say to people that are being bullied out there? Well, it helps just to talk to someone that understands how you feel and knows how to help you with it. Just like something to do that will release your energy, like all your negative energy out on something else. Like often it's to your parents and stuff like that. And um, that's not good, that's not right. I like to use video games though. Yeah. Yeah, like something like that, just a release, <coughs> so you can feel like you're com- like to you feel confident again. I guess. If you're bullied, right? If confidence is key, how do you get your confidence back? How do you build confidence if you've been bullied? It's hard, hey. This is a tough question. Like, what gives someone confidence? We let strangers that don't know who you are, don't know your family, don't know your background, to take what they want. In like a house, we have locks on doors and locks on windows, so that strangers don't break in and take what's precious to us. And as young people, I see many doors that don't have their locks activated. And people just come in and take what they want, say what they want, and just walk all over people. It's what we, we stand for is we have to have something more than just praise of people. We need to be able to have some kind of standard for ourselves, regardless of what people say. This is what the Code of Kings is all about. It's an attempt to set a belief system in all of us so that it's unshakable. It's about putting procedures and locks in place so that just no one can come in and take what's ours and to give us confidence not based on performance or people's praise but on personal belief 
And um, if we don't have a code, we don't have a standard, meaning that we're going to settle for what's the most pleasurable thing in front of us. I guess that's pretty much how you describe confidence, like the doors and whoever has the most locked doors is the most confident, I suppose. It's the best way to put it. The, the, the thing that you got to be careful about is not to let everyone out. Maybe the analogy should be like a house has a door, a door with a lock on it, but before you let people in, they have to show their ID. Like they have to show, are you a friend? Know who to unlock it for. What I don't really get about is like, are you born with confidence or is it taught? Or is it received or? Okay, let's unpack that. I think it's influenced by things that happen. How you were brought up as a child. Yeah. Who do you first receive love from as a kid? Parents. So let's go back to first cause, right? So when you're a kid, the first um, love you receive is from, you said? Oh, yeah. From your parents, yeah. yeah. And as you get older, sometimes you, your parents send you to school and they're no longer around to protect you. So you're left with what they've taught you without their hand holding yours. And then it kind of gets shifted. There's another person in the, the line of influence. It's not just your parents anymore at home, it's outsiders. We touched on some really cool topics like stress and bullying and what's something that we could maybe close the episode with, Ken? Like, don't let just anyone walk on you and tell you things you don't want to hear. Don't let them put you down when they don't even know you. Hey, thanks for listening to the Coda Kings podcast. We really want to encourage you to share this online and personally to any friends, family members and students that you feel would benefit from it. If you go to our website, greenroom.net.au and click on the live tab, you'll see Code of Kings podcast. We want to hear your questions, suggest some topics for us to discuss and give us your feedback about how it's helped you and your friends. Follow us on Instagram at the Code of Kings and hashtag us in your ventures of bravery, moments of discovery, and you'll see us posting helpful things up on there. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you next time.